and welcome to Mighty Talks Podcast. I'm Leslie, and here at Mighty Talks, we're dedicated to providing an outlet, support system, resources, and education to all those suffering from some sort of prolonged physical or emotional pain. Mighty Talks will allow you to bring power back to your life by optimizing overall health and wellness. We are here to live our best life together. No more excuses, no more hiding, and no more suffering. We're here to finally take control, advocate, and allow you to achieve your greatest desires. So join along in conversation, and if you like what you hear, please hit the like and follow button. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. I am so happy to be back. And I'm happy to have you here for another episode of the Mighty Talks podcast. And while we've got some great, great stuff to talk about today, and in the spirit of overall personal development, achievement, and transforming into a happier, more balanced being, all of which here at Mighty Talks we promote and aim for, I thought we would dive into a topic that particularly touches the female listening audience, but... I also think it's something that every father, husband, brother, uncle, and friend could benefit from tuning into as well. But we've got a problem, one that affects women all across the world. Yes, all across the world. And while here on this podcast, we've talked about all sorts of topics that challenge the human race, like chronic disease, painful ailments, stressors of society, This is a whole new issue. And I think in order to grow both professionally and personally and find balance in both work and life, well, we've got to address this topic here today. But did you know that only 24% of parliamentary seats worldwide are held by women? What about the fact that women make 23% less than men globally? And only a quarter of the S&P 500 CEOs are women, and women make up only 20% of the board members of those same companies. It's crazy, right? It's just truly baffling. And why is that? Why are women not holding leadership positions? Why are women not sitting side by side in senior positions with their male colleagues? And there are so many things in regards to inequality and salary gap, which are incredibly important topics. And we'll touch on those at another time. But today, well, today we're going to talk about things that we can do as individuals to promote female advancement in the workforce. There are seven things, seven, that we're really going to dive into today. Number one, be present. Be present in the workforce. It's crazy to think that women leave their positions at a far higher rate than men. And more often than not, once they've left, you guessed it, those women are replaced by men. In addition, by the time you reach the C-suite, and C-suite means executive level managers within a company, Women leave their jobs at over three times the rate of their male colleagues, three times the rate as men. That's insane, right? And why are women leaving the workforce? Well, 
There are 44 million mothers in the United States, and more than 75% of those 44 million women, well, they work full-time. Those 44 million mothers, 75% of them work full-time. That is amazing. Kudos to all those wonderful, wonderful women. And while working women, they're twice as likely as their male counterparts to run the household. They're three times more likely to manage their children's schedules and eight times more likely to need time off to take care of a child that is ill. They're also three times as likely to volunteer for school or activities in the community. It's no wonder women are finding difficult to find a work-life balance without a doubt without a doubt. Many women are feeling overworked. They're feeling overwhelmed, unsatisfied, burned out. They don't find value and meaning in what they do at their jobs, and so they leave. I think we have to make it okay. We have to make it socially acceptable. Here in the United States, to accept men as the primary household manager, caretaker, runner, and to say it's all right for women to be both mommies and employees, to be top executives of companies. We have to stop judging working mothers and stop belittling men who want to take the primary motherly role. We have to. And I think having equal roles as far as that goes, well, it would allow women and men to have the support to choose what they want to do for both themselves and their families. Number two. Join the table. And what I mean by that is to take an active role and be in the moment when you are at work. When there is a meeting or conference with your colleagues and senior representatives, well, sit front and center. The power position in this setting, it's in the middle of the table. It has the most optimal view of every individual. The weakest position is at the end of the table in the corner Hiding. Be present and vocalize. Share the wonderful things that you have to offer. Put your phone away and really tune in and listen and show that you are committed not only to that meeting, but to bettering you, your colleagues, and the company. Number three. Have you ever seen how one of your male colleagues interacts? Pay attention next time. He boasts. He's confident. He's ambitious. He's not afraid to talk about how awesome he is and the accomplishments he's achieved. He believes in himself and his ability to be a leader. He's present. And well, he gets that promotion. And well, we as women, well, we are so afraid to brag, so afraid to make known what our achievements are and how those achievements can benefit those around us. In fact, when men achieve success in something, they talk about it. They describe the fact that they've achieved a goal because they're freaking awesome. And you know what we do as women? We say, well, we did X, Y, and Z because we worked really hard. Or we had wonderful help from certain people that allowed us to get ahead. Or we even may say that we just got lucky. Wow, why did we do that? And I know I am so guilty of this. I found myself saying, well, I just work really hard and that's why I've gotten this, which is technically kind of sort of true, but don't diminish you and 
all of the other reasons why you've gotten to where you have. Instead of saying how incredible we are for doing something so great, we make excuses as to why we've succeeded. Why do we do that? Why? Why, why, why? Next time you do something extraordinary, don't be afraid to share how wonderful you and your accomplishments are. Men do it, and so we can too. Number four. How many of you, weeks before a vacation, you maybe sort of check out? You know what I mean. You count down the days. You envision the food you'll be eating, the adventures you'll be experiencing, the relaxation you'll be having. You mentally make yourself unpresent at work. And there's a tendency, it's human nature, whether that be consciously or unconsciously, to be constantly thinking ahead. We think about things so far in the future that we make ourselves not in the moment. And we really do ourselves and those around us a disservice. I try to remind myself, and I know it's hard. I try to remind myself, don't leave before you leave. And I'm gonna repeat that again. Don't leave before you leave. Make yourself a valued, active, approachable, member, colleague, and leader. Number five, find a mentor. And if you're starting a new job, well, demand that you be assigned a mentor. And generally speaking, a mentor is someone with more experience or seniority in you than you, but it can really be anybody. Mentors provide a wealth of knowledge and experience. They guide us through hurdles. They increase our likelihood of success they take our success personally. And there's so much research that says that those who have a mentor, well, they feel more fulfilled, they're more happy, and they feel that they are positively and equally financially reimbursed at their job. And while those who have a male mentor, they're more likely to get promoted and have a pay raise. Number six. Advocate and forge allegiances with other women. There are so many local and national groups and conferences that you can attend to meet other working women. Advocate for each other, provide constructive and positive feedback, and deliver constant support. Number seven, expand your skill set or find opportunities to gain a highly valuable skill set that can make you have more power and deem you to be a unique force in the workplace. It definitely never hurts to make yourself highly wanted and sought after. And while I feel so lucky to live in an era where I do have opportunities, I can do more, I can be more, and I can prove to be a valuable asset both inside and outside the home. And I just hope that my nieces and future generations will feel empowered to be and do more that you can be a mother, a high-powered executive, a wife, and a valued colleague. You can have it all. And the same thing with men. If you choose to pursue a positive place in the workforce, go for it. But if you instead choose to support your working wife and rather stay at home with the kiddos, well, you can do so as well too. And I hope that the inequalities that we see today deem to be no to little issue for future generations. All right, guys, I'm out for today. I hope you found this episode to be refreshing, informative, and different. 
If you like what you heard, find us on Instagram at Mighty Talks and leave us a message. And check out our website, MightyTalks.com. We appreciate you all and all your feedback. I'll see you next time. Have a great week.